Chapter Eight of the Mikado Jewel by Fergus Hume. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Eight, Theodore. Life went so softly and gently at Beckley that it was like dwelling in an enchanted land, in a fabled heaven of drowsy ease. Patricia compared the place to the island of the lotus eaters, and after the storms of her early experiences, she enjoyed to the full its calm seclusion. Never was there so solitary a place. The Colpsters were a county family of respectable antiquity, and it was to be presumed that in the ordinary course of things they knew many people of their own rank but either their friends and acquaintances lived too far away or were not invited to the house for no stranger ever came near the place not even the inevitable tourist chanced upon this charmed spot beckley might have been situated in the moon for all connection it had with the outside world the dwellers in this quiet haven did not seem to mind being left alone in this odd way the servants, mostly old and staid, were contented with the house and grounds, and occasionally ventured on the quiet waters of the ferry bay in rowing boats. Once a week the elderly butler drove to Hendel and to the adjacent villages to bring back groceries and such things as were needful to support life. The postman came on a bicycle once a day with news from the outside world, and patricia found that the library was well supplied with magazines and newspapers there was no complaint to be made on that score as the inhabitants of beckley always knew what was going on both at home and abroad they might be secluded but they were not ignorant and although not rolling stones they gathered no moss this warm forgotten nook was an ideal home for a student and both theodore and his uncle were students as patricia gradually learned mr colpster was writing a history of his family and had been engaged for many years in doing so from amyas downward the squire traced the history of his forebears showing how they had risen to wealth and rank until the middle part of the elizabeth's reign and how from that period by the selfish conduct of bevis colpster in parting with the emerald his sons and grandsons had lost the greater part of their possessions also he related various romantic stories dealing with the attempts of georgian colpsters to redeem the family fortunes and finally when he reached the conclusion of the book as he told patricia he intended to relate how the emerald had been recovered and how again it had worked its spell of good fortune but if you don't recover the emerald asked miss carroll very sensibly i must recover it said the squire vehemently if i do not the family will die out when the mikado jewel is again in our possession she can inherit the estates on condition that she marries theodore or basil are you speaking of mara questioned patricia noting the vague way in which her companion talked of course of course he answered testily she must marry one of her cousins and her husband can take the family name then the emerald will draw plenty of money to us and we will again buy back our lost lands how can the emerald draw back money asked patricia again thinking as she very often did of her sensations when holding the stone i don't know 
i can't say i am only using a figure of speech as it were my dear girl but in some way this emerald means good fortune to us as was amply proved by the success of amyas his son and grandson they owned all the land as far as hendel but when the emerald was lost the acres and their villages were lost also mr colpster rose and began to walk to and fro excitedly i must find that emerald i must i must how are you going to set about it asked the girl doubtfully i cannot say he resumed his seat at his desk with a heavy sigh there is no clue to follow if we could learn who murdered martha we might discover the assassin and regain the jewel but how can the assassin have it mr colpster assuming that he murdered poor mrs pentreddle in order to steal the emerald you know that it was not in her possession no that is quite true while the assassin was searching the house the emerald was being stolen from you in the park but undoubtedly the emerald was meant to be given to martha since you went to receive it how did she manage to get it i want an answer to that question why not ask it of harry pentreddle suggested patricia quietly colpster raised his head and stared why what could harry possibly know about the matter i am only putting two and two together continued the girl thoughtfully looking out of the window you told me that the emerald was taken to japan and also that harry pentreddle had returned from the far east he what colpster rose excitedly to his feet you think that harry brought it with him that he stole it from the temple of kitsugi why not demanded patricia swiftly japan is in the far east and harry pentreddle came from there also his mother came up to london to meet him and receive the emerald i feel sure of it but harry never came near the house expostulated the squire that was clearly proved at the inquest quite so but do you remember when you told me about the emerald being a sacred stone and how you mentioned wilkie collins novel of the moonstone perhaps some priests were on harry pentreddle's track and so he did not dare to go openly to his mother he must have arranged the signal of the red light in the park so that he could give his mother the emerald secretly she could not keep the appointment by reason of her sprained foot and so sent me i now believe on these assumptions declared patricia firmly that it was harry pentreddle who gave me the deal box colpster grew very excited it sounds a feasible theory he muttered of course martha knew all about my desire to get back the emerald but why should she get her son to steal it i can understand the secrecy of the meeting in the park as undoubtedly the priests of the kitsuki temple would make every effort to regain the stone harry had to give the emerald to his mother secretly and probably for the same reason he is now hiding at amsterdam it all fits in but mr colpster paused and looked straightly at the girl why did martha want the emerald perhaps to give it to you in that case she would have told me of her plans i think not said patricia after a pause she might fancy you would not approve of the jewel being stolen however it is all theory and the only way in which you can get at the truth is by questioning harry pentreddle 
the question is how to find him murmured the squire musingly if he thinks the priests are after him he will remain in hiding if he has seen the report of his mother's death and of the inquest said patricia coolly he will see that there is no longer any reason for him to dread the priests of kitsuki why not because i believe that harry was followed by one on that night and that the second man who stole the jewel from me was one of the priests if that is so why was martha murdered i can't say of course like the moonstone guardians there may have been three priests one followed harry and one went to the home of art and the third the third may have directed the other two it is all fancy perhaps said patricia hesitating but i think that my theory is correct i am positive that it is said the squire with decision where a man argues to reach a point a woman jumps in the dark intuitively gradually i might have arrived at the same conclusion you suggest by reasoning but i feel certain that you have given me the truth by using that subconscious mind which is more active in woman than man yes yes mr colpster opened and shut his hands excitedly you have given me the clue harry was told by his mother to steal the emerald she did not tell me as she knew that i would not approve harry secured the emerald and was followed by those who guarded it being in danger of death he made the secret appointment with his mother which you kept and passed along the jewel the japanese who was following saw that what he wanted had changed hands and leaving harry came after you when you looked at the jewel he snatched it meanwhile in some way these priests knew that the jewel was to go to martha and so one must have gone to get it from her she refused to say anything and was killed by the man who afterwards searched the house for the emerald it is all clear perfectly clear what will you do now asked patricia catching fire from his enthusiasm do almost shouted the old man straightening his bent frame i shall try and find harry pentreddle and see if he will endorse your story my theory corrected the girl quickly well theory if you like but harry must be found no doubt thinking he was in danger of his life he went abroad and is in hiding how can you find him then i shall ask isa lee she lives at hendle and is the girl to whom he is engaged he must have written to her and 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 why not ask mara broke in a quiet voice patricia looked up with a start so unexpected was the observation from behind a screen which was placed in front of the door came theodore dane for so huge a man and in patricia's eyes he looked more gigantic than ever at the moment he moved as quietly as a cat mr colpster seemed rather annoyed by his stealthy entrance i wish you would make more noise he said irritably i thought you did not like noise uncle said theodore calmly and allowed himself to drop into a saddle-backed chair no more i do all the same i don't care about being surprised in this way you should have knocked at the door or have rattled the handle or i did knock i did rattle the handle said dane carelessly 
and thrust one white hand through his leonine masses of reddish hair but you were so interested in your conversation with miss carroll that you did not hear me and you listened continued the squire irritably i ask pardon for doing so but the conversation was about the mikado jewel which always fascinates me and i could scarcely help overhearing a few words but if the conversation is private he heaved up his big frame as if to go away it is not private snapped colpster sitting down at his desk only your unexpected appearance startled me i would have reported the conversation to you later as i know that you are as anxious as i am to recover the palladium of the family i should certainly like to recover it personally said theodore with point as i know the succession to the estate depends upon its being given to you if i get it i inherit if basil is the lucky finder he obtains all the property you know what you arranged yes and i hold to that arrangement but as neither basil nor you have secured the mikado jewel neither one of us inherits finished dane quietly the one who marries mara gets it said colpster decisively she is my only daughter and must benefit under my will marry her theodore and be my heir mara is a nice girl you can't object mara will she likes basil better than she does me in that case she must marry basil and he can become master here when i pass over said mr colpster with a shrug theodore's white face flushed and his blue eyes glittered even more brightly than usual patricia who was watchful of his every movement for the latent strength of the man impressed her guessed that he was furiously angry but was reigning in his passion with an iron hand if basil inherits he will turn me out of doors he said heavily oh you can make your own arrangements with basil said the squire you and he never get on well together so because i am the ugly duckling burst out theodore his eyes flaming like sapphires basil is the popular one he has all the looks and all the he checked himself suddenly and smiled in a wry manner but these family arrangements cannot interest miss carroll let us leave marriages and any arrangement that may come after your death uncle alone for the moment we have to find the emerald in what way asked the squire directly and rather sourly there did not seem to be much love lost between him and his burly nephew we must find out where harry pentreddle is and question him isa lee may know but in order not to lose time i suggest that we question mara no said colpster sharply last time you put her in a trance she was ill for days i won't have her constitution tampered with mara's spirit got beyond my control said theodore quickly and remained away longer than was wise it would not obey the child might have died growled the squire who did not seem surprised at this strange speech of his nephew's leave her alone isa lee will certainly be able to tell us where harry is mara is useless she was not useless when she told you where the emerald was to be found said theodore calmly and lounging in his deep chair mr colpster looked at patricia who was privately amazed at this extraordinary conversation 
which dealt in a matter-of-fact way with superphysical things and laughed at the expression on her face i promised to explain one day how i came to learn where the emerald was he remarked patricia nodded yes you did mr colpster in the train i remember well then theodore here put mara asleep and told her to look for the jewel she went unerringly to japan and saw that it was in the temple of kitsuki in the province of izumo at the time i did not believe this but it proved to be true and the shrine which held it as basil wrote home to me was precisely described by mara when in her trance but i don't believe in these things burst out patricia staring aghast at what she regarded as gross superstition and the inquisition did not believe that the earth went round the sun said theodore coolly but although they forced galileo to deny that truth the earth continued to circle the sun and took the disbelieving inquisitors along with it do not measure everything by your own brain miss carroll for there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamed of in your oh i have heard that quotation so often cried patricia impetuously but nothing can be proved not to those who only possess physical brains but those who have eyes can see and those who have ears can hear to those people christ appealed patricia laid her delicate hands on her lap despairingly i don't know what you are talking about she observed with a shrug well never mind theodore hastened to say seeing that she was rather annoyed some day you will understand just now all you need know is that mara told us that the emerald was to be found in the temple of kitsuki in japan that proved to be true although it was learned in what appears to you to be a nonsensical way i believe he fixed her gaze with his keen blue eyes strongly i believe that you are psychic yourself mr colpster jumped up a trifle nervously i won't have it theodore leave patricia alone i am quite sure your experiments with mara have done her a great deal of harm and have made her more dreamy and unpractical than ever i won't have patricia caught in these evil nets there is no evil in searching for the unseen protested theodore warmly in that case if it was regarded as evil i mean men would cease to inquire and there would be no inventions if the searching you mention was regarded as evil said the squire grimly men would certainly search more willingly than if the powers were regarded as good however i put my foot down i am not an unbeliever as you know but i don't think it is right to pry into what god wishes to be concealed thus far shalt thou go and no further that was said of the ocean retorted theodore and yet we have reclaimed lands from the sea and prevented the waves from going as far as they used to everything is good if rightly used and i won't hear i won't hear mr colpster walked abruptly to the window you are always arguing leave patricia alone what does miss carroll say herself asked dane turning to the girl i agree with mr colpster she rejoined promptly i don't like such things and think they are evil very good we will talk no more of the matter said theodore
quietly only one thing i will ask you since i believe you to be a sensitive have you not experienced strange sensations yourself in connection with the emerald i have replied patricia who was anxious to have her curiosity in this respect gratified and dane certainly seemed a man who could do so on hearing her reply mr colpster turned away from the window and walked back to plant himself before her what do you mean he asked abruptly i mean that while i held the emerald i felt the strangest sensations it was because i felt these that i opened the box theodore leaned forward with his hands on the arms of his chair i knew you were psychic he said triumphantly all irish people are more or less as they come along the chaldean egyptian carthaginian line what do you mean asked patricia completely puzzled oh never mind never mind broke in the squire impatiently theodore can explain himself later meanwhile tell me what sensations you felt patricia stared straight before her striving to recall what she had experienced on that terrible night both when the jewel was in the box and in my hand she said slowly i felt a sensation as though it held some great force which was ever pushing outward pushing outward muttered theodore pinching his nether lip how i can scarcely explain wave after wave of this invisible force seemed to radiate from the petals of the flower what flower asked colpster greatly interested the chrysanthemum blossom which was formed of the carved jade petals with the emerald in its centre the radiating force seemed to push back all darkness and all evil so that i did not feel afraid it seemed as though i were in the middle of a circle of light and thus was safe from any harm theodore muttered again and bent forward eagerly was there any sign carved on the emerald he demanded breathlessly what sign she asked greatly puzzled a triangle a circle a ah oh any sign i did not observe replied patricia simply the jewel was so lovely and my sensations were so strange that i kept staring at it in silence feeling happy and safe when it became cold and dark i then was afraid theodore held up his hand to prevent his uncle from speaking when did the jewel become cold and dark as you phrase it he asked sharply just before the man snatched it the radiance seemed to die away and the power appeared to falter when i felt that i was holding a mere ornament dull and dead and cold the thief snatched it away from me dane rose slowly and nodded towards his uncle it certainly was a priest who stole the jewel he observed probably it is now on its way back to japan you will never get it uncle as now it will be guarded more carefully why do you think the thief is a priest questioned the squire abruptly well you thought so yourself said theodore lightly and it seems natural to suppose that the priests of kitsuki would be more anxious than other people to get back their sacred talisman talisman echoed patricia theodore turned heavily towards her yes 
he said emphatically the emerald in some way has been impregnated with the radiating power you mention for some purpose which i cannot say perhaps as you suggest to keep off evil and darkness at all events the man who stole it had some way of neutralizing the power which he did when he saw you staring at the jewel it might be that he could not take it from you until he had destroyed the barrier of light which you felt but in any case seeing that he was able to take away the force he must have been a priest of the temple who knew all about the mikado jewel you understand no faltered patricia i don't understand at all neither do i growled the squire but i intend to recover the jewel some day and in some way it is mine and i shall regain it theodore shook his head you will never regain it he said firmly it is now on its way back to the shrine whence it was taken by pentreddle chapter eight